the Agile Admin. I'm Julie, Director of Research at Participate. I'm Allison. I'm an Education Strategist at Participate. Allison, this is our third and sadly final episode in our series at Piney Creek Elementary School. And so tell us what we're going to be listening to today. In our third episode, we're going to be continuing our conversation with Mr. Steve Hall, who is the principal at Piney Creek Elementary School. We learned about Steve's journey to leadership. He had an alternate path to leadership. He started as a custodian, and now he's a principal um, at a really vibrant and successful elementary school in the northwestern part of, of North Carolina. And in this school setting, he has recognized a need for implementation of something to broaden the world for his students, and that is to implement a global program, which is very near and dear to our heart at Participate. Yeah, it sure is. And so we're going to hear about his implementation and what he sees for the future of Piney Creek with being a global school. That's great. Um, and I love that you've been able to walk through the schools, and I'm super jealous, and I really want to um, visit Steve. It just seems like such an amazing place, and um, love these small rural schools. Um, really, when I moved to North Carolina from New York City, it just fell in love with them immediately, how connected they were to the community, how devoted, dedicated they were to the families, and how much they knew kind of right away that this school doesn't end at the school walls. Like, I think I really learned that quicker here than anywhere else, um, of how intertwined, interconnected they are with the communities in which they live. And I think that's why they have that appetite for a global. I think they understand the local part. Yes. Um, it's almost as if the community becomes the curriculum. Mm -hmm. That's right. Community is curriculum. Another passion of ours. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's get started with episode three. Can't wait. Let's do it. Can you tell me a little bit about, about your school? Piney Creek Elementary School is a pre-K through eighth grade school, and uh, it's a community school. Yeah. Uh, we're in the mountains of North Carolina. It's a very rural school. Uh, we're uh, in the northwest corner of North Carolina. We're about two miles from the Virginia line. Uh, we're small, like I said. Uh, we have 181 students in grades pre-K through eighth mm -hmm. currently. I have one teacher per grade level. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a place where everyone knows everybody. When I first came here, everybody kept telling me it's a community, it's a family-type atmosphere, mm -hmm. and that is exactly what I felt when I first walked through the doors here, was that family atmosphere, very welcoming, and um, the students, the staff, the parents, everybody works together for one goal, and that is do what's best for children. I love you, Media Center. Miss Lewis. Hey, Miss Lewis, how are She's you? She's actually our global team lead. She's done a great job putting these displays together. Oh, wow. Extra explore, dream, discover. Yes. yes. I love it. My boys go to school here. Yeah, that at says Piney, a lot. At Piney That's Creek. Yeah. Uh, like I told you at the beginning, when I walked through the door the first time, it felt like home. It felt like family. Uh, everybody just so welcoming to me and my family which is important when you're entrusting your own children yeah. here uh you know it's that's big and uh my boys love it mm -hmm. uh they love the area it's it's picturesque it looks like something out of a magazine when you drive <laughs> these roads and and you see these mountains and uh, the new river it, it's gorgeous uh, but we fell in love with it when you came to piney creek what were some of the challenges your school faced um when i first walked through the doors um 
you know, it felt like family, felt mm-hmm. like uh, uh, there was a sense of community. Um, it's a very welcoming place. Um, and um, academically, uh, historically, they're very successful mm-hmm. here at Piney Creek. And uh, I found out very quickly why. Uh, it starts at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a huge support from our parents and community, our business partners. Um, they take pride in this community, in this school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a community school. And uh, the teachers, a lot of our teachers actually went to school here. Oh, so wow. they have that sense of pride uh-huh. as well. So it just carries throughout. And it's an expectation um, that you do well here and you take care of business. And uh, they, our, our folks do a great job with that. Uh, they make my job easy. <laughs> Even when you come into a place that feels that way, I mean, there's always sure. room for improvement. Yes. So um, what have been some of the areas that you've, you've looked to improve um, sure. as, as a school, sure. as part of this district? Um, you, like you said, there's always, you can always get better. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a lifelong learner, I'm always looking for ways, you know, to get better, mm-hmm. to, you know, to push myself, to push my staff. Uh, and to make our students better. Right. And uh, us being so rural, we are 45 minutes away from the nearest city or town. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's a big farming community here. Uh, farming and agriculture is very important to this school and this community. Um, and so, yes, we're doing well uh, historically, academically, but we could always do better. Uh-huh. And how could I find some way or something to help our staff and students, our community, um, you know, push them to a new level. And so we started looking at this global program. Okay. Three years ago, I was lucky enough to to see this, uh, a presentation on the global uh, program Uh um, through Participate. And um, so that started getting my wheels turning on an avenue we could take to open new doors for our students. And so started discussing it with our county leadership mm-hmm. and then down to the school level, uh, started discussing it with our SIT teams and you know getting some feedback from those folks and, and, and some ideas. SIT stands for? School Improvement Team. Okay. You gotta bring your teachers on board and let them know what's going on. Uh, I feel that's important, I always have. And as soon as I mentioned it, they were, I wish you could see seen their faces, uh, probably smiling as big as I was, oh, wow. am now. Uh, you know, like I said, a lot of those folks came through here, live uh-huh. here, grew up here, uh-huh. but they see the potential mm-hmm. in bringing in the outside world to little Piney Creek, North Carolina. So they, they bought in first thing when I presented it to them, which was important. Oh, very much so. You're right. When you, you know, trying to, to find, you know, what is that next thing? You've got a successful school, right. you know, you, you, and then saying, what is it, what can I even do to make it even better? Right. You know, and, and what would be that, that program or that initiative that could, could take it to the next level? Because yes. um, I used to love to say, you know, above and beyond, you yes. know, what, 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 what could take this school above and beyond right. where it is right now. And it sounds like that's what you did. And, yes. you, and, you, and you were fortunate enough to hear um, David Young, our yes. CEO, talk about uh, the global education and the power of global education yes. um, and bringing that back to your staff. And it goes back to what you said earlier when you're talking about fit, you know, understanding your community that's well, 
um, understanding what the needs were, and then how can you align um, a strategy or initiative to, to fit that? Um, you also brought up another great point is you can't make a decision like this without involving. Right. Got to involve the stakeholders. Yeah. Yes, and not just the ones inside the building. That's right. Tell me how you got your parents on board with this. Um, we've spoken to several parents. Again, we're so small and so close and tight-knit. Right. As a community, um, we've spoken to, to a number of parents about our ideas. Um, we've put some things out in the newspaper Oh, cool. uh, that you know we're we're looking at this initiative mm-hmm. um, or program, and you know these are ideas, and uh, we've gotten some feedback through those articles, and we've put it out on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of feedback through that avenue, and uh, we've put things on our website. We started this implementation last year, mm-hmm. and we've decided to take it slow and do it right approach. Yes. And I think that means the world to both, not only our folks inside the building, like you said, but outside, uh-huh. because they've seen initiatives or programs come and go just like we have here in the school system. Right. And, you know, with us being so small and they're so plugged in to our, our school here, they know. And so they like that same approach. You know, let's, if we're going to do something, let's do it right. And so to do that, we've, we started taking things slow in little bite-sized chunks. And, and the same way as we're putting our information out in little bite-sized chunks. That's a great leadership tip right there. When, you, when you're trying to implement a new program or initiative or a new instructional practice, whatever you want to call it, taking it at a pace that your stakeholders are able to, right. to do it. Um, you didn't need to go f- speedily through this, but yes. in a way that fit what, what their needs were. So, so that is good. goes back to that that why you know it does you know you build that that foundation of of why you're doing this here and then it's a little easier to get everybody moving in this in the same direction with it yes it is it it certainly helps for that i know part of of developing a a, a global school is is building a global committee or a global team can you talk a little bit about the process you went through in building that team for this school so that the implementation even in small chunks, is a successful implementation. Yes, definitely. Um, us being so small here, we have one teacher per grade level, mm-hmm. and we do our PLCs by grade span okay. so that folks have people to meet with and collaborate with and share ideas and uh, lessons and what worked, what didn't work, mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, so I looked at my global team. I wanted at least one person from each of those spans. Okay. So everyone's represented at the table. I also brought in uh, my media coordinator, who is also, she wears a lot of hats. We she, just went by <laughs> them. What a great place she works she, in. <laughs> she's our media coordinator. She does makerspace. She's our art teacher. Uh, so uh, I brought her on board as well, and she's actually our global team lead. You made a good choice there. And uh, she has hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've uh, met several times already, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, those folks are taking that information from our meetings back to their grade span PLCs. So we're again, we're so small, everybody's on the same page. There's no communication breakdowns. Uh, we they take the notes back, they put it out to the other folks in their grade span, and um, it just keeps us all in the same loop. Mm-hmm. And it's made this beginning stages of the implementation so much smoother, mm-hmm. uh, just by the communication piece and being you know collaborative. Uh, 
bringing all those different folks to the table, mm-hmm. uh, I think helped also because it's a lot of different ideas. Right. Uh, because our grade spans are so you know, from pre-K to eighth. There's yeah. a lot of different ideas and a lot of you know a lot of folks coming to the table, but it is blended so nicely. Uh, it's it, it just it's what this global is all about. You're right. The diversity, mm-hmm. the different ideas, uh, different stages or levels in folks' lives. Uh, it's just it's perfect. We have the perfect setup, perfect storm to make this global work. Uh, well, and you, you got talented people here too. We do. That, that, I'm very fortunate, yeah. and they have taken this and ran with it. You know what I heard? You talk about mentors. One of my my mentors is Dr. Bill Harrison, and he always said to me, he said, you know. Global education is just, we call it global education, but the rest of the world calls it education. You know, it's exactly. just the way we should be doing things. Exactly. And so, the way we do business. It's the way I we like do it. business. I like yeah. that. I yeah. like that. So it, but, but you mentioned some very important things that we must consider as a leader sure. is the collaboration, yes. how important that is when you're implementing, um, communication, yes. especially when you're, when you're trying something that might feel a little different for some folks. Um, and, and giving them the com- letting them feel comfortable in trying something, and it sounds like you do allow your teachers to be risk takers. Yes. Um, so that's another key component as a leader um, that I hear uh, as you talk about your implementation. Yes, ma'am. Um, have you run into any challenges so far um, with implementation? Uh, we haven't so far. Good. We're still in the early stages. That's fine. Um, we uh, we had a great. Uh, opening kickoff mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Mary Wynn yes. as she came up. One and, of my colleagues, and, very and, smart, bright young oh, lady. Oh, gosh. She did a great job. Uh, our whole school was uh-huh. here for that PD, and uh, we spent uh, about four hours together. And she did a great job of not sugarcoating things and just mm-hmm. putting it out there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about this program mm-hmm. and participate. The, mm-hmm. the entire organization, top to bottom, uh, it's not a lot of fluff. It's not, you know, trying to push something on you. It's support. How can we get behind you and support you? Here's some professional development that we can provide you. Um, and that's what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's not, here it is, drop it in your lap and Absolutely. see ya. We're, you know, good luck. Uh, let us know how it goes. You know, yeah. it's not that. They're with you just like you every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we feel supported. Uh, she's in constant contact with our team, mm-hmm. our global team. Um, and so luckily we haven't hit any roadblocks yet. Right. Uh, from that kickoff, the excitement was already building. But we, you know, we've decided to, uh, we've, we've got a focus now. We've decided, us being so rural, and, it, and agriculture is so strong here in our community, mm-hmm. we're going to use that as a focus. And we're going to look at agriculture across the globe to try to tie it back into Allegheny County, North Carolina, and Piney Creek School. Uh, that's going to be our focus. And so our teachers are excited about that. I think wow. our kids are going to be excited wow. about it. Pretty much you made the decision to be a global school, yes. but also you're taking it and making it fit who y'all are. And thanks to participate for, again, they don't push. You. There's not a certain way. There's not a cookie-cutter way to do this. They give you the freedom and support, mm-hmm. the same as I'm trying to do with my folks, and trusting them to, you know, to be change makers, and, and I love that. Participate to me is uh, when we work with a, a school district. It's about a partnership, yes, and we truly see it as a partnership. And I think it, as leaders in the school systems and and across the, the nation, when when school leaders can recognize the community and organizations and businesses as 
partners, right. that goes a long way. Yes, it does. It goes a, a long, long way. Were there other programs that you ever considered? And if not, I mean, if, if not, that's fine. I mean, I didn't know if maybe y'all had, had looked at maybe like uh, anything else or that Global was just like the one that seemed we, to be the fit. You know, I met David three years ago yeah. and heard him speak uh-huh. and his team uh, present. Then that following year, we got the opportunity, our superintendent took uh, the principals here in the county to visit a school that had already uh, started uh, the, their global program. Right. It was Elon Elementary School. When you see, it. when you hit the ground and see it in, in action, yeah. and there's, you know, it, it's nothing extra. Oh, it's, I'm so glad you said it, it that It's way. nothing yeah. extra. Uh-huh. They're incorporating global, a global lens, I would say. Right. A global lens in their own curriculum, on, in the North Carolina curriculum. They're putting a global lens on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was amazing to see it in action firsthand and going from class to class. And if you know, if folks are thinking about it and have an opportunity, a visit, I'm telling you, a visit will do it. Um, but to see them, those folks and how excited the kids were mm-hmm. and the teachers. Mm-hmm. And when you walk in that classroom and there's total engagement. And when I say total engagement, I'm talking from the teacher's assistant to the teacher to the students. Everyone in the room is engaged. And even the visitors are engaged. As soon as you hit the door, that's special. That that's is. something special. You, you mentioned, you know, as a leader, you look for engagement. Yes. And and I will say, as I walked the building with you this morning, I felt engagement in your building, too. There's that excitement for learning. Yes. When there's an excitement yes. for learning, there's an engagement. Yes. Um, I think global education brings a whole different perspective of engagement. I Definitely. think it does that. Because then the students feel, it, it like, with you approaching it as, you know, agriculture focus. Right then that just fits them. I mean, that just, it's just exactly. gets that involvement just even quicker. Yes. Even quicker. Yes. So. Well, you're doing some great things here Thank at Piney you. Creek Elementary School. And just listening to you, your leadership story, listening to how you decided to have a global school here and the involvement that you've got, it certainly is, is inspiring. So let's talk about what you see for the future for Piney Creek Elementary School. I know that um, you've been here a li- almost three years now, and you have started and implemented a global education program with our partnership with Participate. Um, we appreciate your participation as a partner. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, where you see this going for your school? What's, what's, your, what's the future look like for Piney Creek Elementary School as a global school? Going forward, I see excitement uh, continuing about this new program. I see our teachers incorporating that global lens in their classrooms. Um, Again, they're not trying to globalize everything. I think if you go in thinking you can do that, you're going to fail. You globalize the things that you are comfortable with Mm -hmm. and that will work in your classroom. Uh, I see that happening already in our classes. And um, I see an excitement building because we tapped into our focus is agriculture around the world. So we're, we're tapping into what our kids know here and are comfortable with already. Uh, we're a big rural community. We're a big farming community here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, it's intriguing to the kids uh, to learn about these different countries and the agriculture and how that supports those countries and how it's similar or different 
to what we're doing here in Allegheny County mm -hmm. as far as agriculture. So I see that continue to grow and the excitement continue to build. Um, I see engagement, uh, more yes. engagement as I go down the hallways. I, and I'm picturing it now in my head. I, I see, you know, we already uh, have begun some of the initial stages of incorporating these things. The look uh, and feel. The look and the feel. Mm -hmm. I see it changing somewhat. I see, you know, bulletin boards changing and maybe going with a more global theme. I, I'm seeing flags mm -hmm. from different countries and different regions. Uh, I'm seeing our uh, cafeteria staff uh, incorporating some of that into the foods and things that we serve in the cafeteria. Yeah. Well, I think today they were having um, Asian chicken today. Asian chicken yes, today. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> uh, so I see it from you know from the time the kids walk in the door until they leave, uh, they're going to touch something from another country, see something, hear something mm -hmm. from another country, and that's my vision and what I see for Piney Creek Elementary School yeah. going forward. Oh, Allison, after working with the Global School Program for as many years as we have, and I know you've been on both sides of the Global Program, both with helping implement it, as well as when you were Associate Superintendent in Cumberland County, um, implementing it in your own schools, you could not just warm my heart to hear the way he talked about the program and made me feel like, all right, we're, we're really just supporting these schools in the way they want to be supported. It's just, he is able to run with this. His teachers are able to run with this. And something that really struck me is that this is a successful school. Kids are doing well on all these measures, um, but he still wants to push those kids and he still wants to open the world to them. And that, again, sometimes people get complacent when they work in successful schools and they're least likely sometimes to run innovative programs because things are going well. So why, you know, why fix something that isn't broken, right? Correct. You know, and we talked about, you know, sometimes you just go above and beyond. That's right. And that's what he did. He recognized that he wanted more for his students than, than what was currently there. And how could he open the world to them, for them. And so I, you know, kudos to that, to that school leader for seeing the, the need for that. Um, definitely learning without limits. I think I had mentioned earlier, we had talked about earlier, how connected rural schools are to their community. And this comes across now with how he's connecting the curriculum to this community um, focus and the main part of their economy, which is agriculture. So it's getting kids out of the classroom, into the local economy as a way to do global. So what are the things going on in the agriculture in northwestern North Carolina that connects with agricultural economic patterns in the world? It's incredible and a way to really challenge um, not only the students. I think you said this in the interview. It doesn't just challenge the students. It challenges the teacher assistants. It challenges the teachers. So when he's walking around that building, everybody's engaged. Even the people that visit are engaged. So it just brings a whole kind of vibrant culture to the building. You hit the nail on the head with that because it's it makes everything so relevant. And yeah, we know exactly. that when students are, are, are learning and doing things that are relevant for them, they're engaged. And then we know the learning takes place. And and that's just the environment you want. There's such an excitement for learning when students are engaged in relevant topics. And for them, finding this connection with the agricultural community, it's perfect. It really, it seems so simple, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sad to uh, say that this is the end of the three-part series, but for folks that have not listened to earlier episodes, please go back and, and check out episode one and two, um, and we'll see you next time on oh, The Agile Administrator. And let's not forget that Steve will be hosting his Twitter chats. That's right. You can follow Steve on Twitter at Mr. Steve Hall, 
and his Twitter chat hashtag is Hallway Chat. That's so great. The Agile Admin wants to hear from you. We would love to include your stories of successes and challenges. Reach out to us through email at agileadmin at participate.com. A-G-I-L-E-A-D-M-I-N at participate.com or via Twitter using the hashtag AgileAdmin. The Agile Administrator is produced by Caroline Weeks and edited by Aaron Kane. Our theme music was written by David Hill at Trailblazer Studios. The podcast is a production of Participate, a place to learn, create, and collaborate. I'm Julie, and join us next time on The Agile Administrator.